Hey everybody, welcome back to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode <laughs> 179, Power Rangers Zio episode 24? Yes. It aired on Bulk, September hold, hold, Okay, 12th. easy, easy, easy. Oh, there was a weird, you paused, I didn't I, know if I was supposed to go or not, so I, I just I forgot, went for it. I forgot what it was called. It's called Bulk Fiction. It aired on September 12th, 1996. It's written by Jackie Marchand. 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 And, and directed by The Wink. <laughs> the Wink. Ter- Terrence H. Winkless. And I have no idea what this one's about, so that should be fun. No, I mean, so bulk fiction, that's like pulp fiction. Right, but I... I don't know how they could do a kid-friendly Power Rangers pulp fiction. That makes no sense to me. If I could uh, put cards on the table, I've not seen pulp fiction, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's a Tarantino movie. It's, I oh, mean, okay. I've seen Kill Bill, so... Yeah, it's it's a, it's along those lines of, like, super not for kids, so... right. Uh, I don't know how they're going to work that around. If you're new here, normally I don't welcome you back to the Morphin Grid. I don't know why I did that today, but like, welcome back, guys. <laughs> if you're new here, welcome regular style. <laughs> what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs. I almost called it The Netflix, like a hundred-year-old person. <laughs> <laughs> so, But if you do have the Netflix or DVD, <laughs> you can... <laughs> You can follow along. And it's been real great so far, so you should do that. You should seriously think about doing that. I got nothing to vamp about, so you want to go watch Bulk Fiction? Yes. All right. It's Morphin Time! And we just watched Bulk Fiction, and guys, who this is... It's a good one. Maybe my second... This might edge out It Came From Angel Grove and be my second favorite episode of Zeo so far. It's a pretty... I don't think it's... For me, personally, I don't think it's better than It Came From Angel Grove or Instrument of Destruction, because those are kind of tied. Instrument of Destruction is just untoppable. I don't see how any episode is going to beat that for me. Yeah, it's so good. It's so emotionally resonant, but like... I love how how weird in a good way. Yeah, I can't remember Grove is. This is like probably number three, definitely though. This is a very good episode. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the morphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating or review, Josh, you got any new ones? Nah. All right, guys. I mean, some of you like being in moon jail. We do. To be fair, we do have like twenty seven five star reviews. So like, go and brush your shoulders off. Well, we have. We have 32 five-star ratings. Right, but the movie is 27 five-star yeah. reviews. So, I mean, we're doing all right. If you just leave a rating, you don't get out of Moon Jail, but you get to go in. Like, you get, like, yeah, like, you get to run around outside. You get the perks. Uh, you get, like, moon. you know, your food is, uh, is like, real instead of, like, these, like, gross tofu moon cubes. Yeah, and you get some just recreational time in the yard where you can run through flowers. There's a swing set. It's real nice. It sounds nice. But if you leave the review, you can come home. You, so. you get to go, like, back. <laughs> you don't have to live there at all. And we're on Patreon, so if you're feeling generous, uh, you can make a small monthly contribution to the Help Jake and Josh Not Work at Their Crappy Jobs Anymore Fund, a.k.a. Patreon.com slash Josh. So let me think about it. Yeah. Con- consider it for us. Jobs are extra crappy lately, been, so... It was, it was a bad week for me, so uh, if if you do have it, now's the time. I know we would... Re- <laughs> like, guys, for real, we would really appreciate it. Fact. We got two emails... One of them, I could have sworn we read, 
but I checked and we didn't. Okay. Okay. It's from James, uh, who is new to the podcast. Not new to the podcast, but new to emailing. Sure. And I swear to God, we read this, but I checked every episode after it came in and it's not there. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. James writes, I know people like to bash Turbo. Um, hold on. Let's, let me. Oh, maybe that's why you think we've read it. Maybe. The subject is Power Rangers Turbo is not that bad. I know people like to bash Turbo. I do not. While I agree that it's not the best season of Power Rangers, there is a lot to like about it, and the character of Justin is not, was not as bad as people make it out to be. Uh, yes, ha- having a kid ranger wasn't the best idea, but he was still a good character, and I think it was pretty acted by Blake Froster. Turbo also has the best episode in Power Rangers history, or at least top three, called Cars Attacks. That episode is awesome. I enjoyed the podcast and just wanted to put the word out that Turbo is not that bad. And then he had some stuff that uh, he said in the previous episode. is about True Heart, but that was so long ago. I could have sworn we read this. And if we did... I, th- I think we read one a lot like it. I, s- I don't know. I, I don't just know. don't know. So, I mean, it, uh, first of all, thank you, James. For if we did read it, we read it again. If we did, this is too... <laughs> look, I'm a better safe than sorry kind of guy. Right. And we kind of, you know, our deal is that we read your emails, you know, if you if you send them to us. First of all, sorry, James. So, uh, but also, thank you. I'm very much looking forward to Cars Attacks because it's got a pretty good pun title. And also, I like Turbo. Uh, and secondly, we got an email from our buddy Sky explaining essentially that uh, that what we thought of the, the plot of the last episode, or not the last episode, the one with the deceiver, not deceiver. Decept- Deceptor? Yeah. Okay. The junk robot. The Frankenstein yeah. junk robot. Basically saying like that was the plot. What we what we kind of guessed was the plot. Okay. It was that uh, he was defective. He was made from a bunch of stuff. I guess when it came together, it was just wrong. And he didn't want to fight. And he saved a puppy. And Mondo had to kill him for that. So they ended up brainwashing him by taking the skull off and plugging in like a... Oh, uh, okay. Like a second thing there that allowed Clank to turn him evil. And so that's why... Um, and O-Blue, who is the, the Blue Ranger, was like... Oh, I like that their names are O... Their color. Oh, color. Oh, blue. <laughs> oh, red. Oh, red. Oh, gold. There, there's a pretty big oh, red moment in Volk Fiction. Yeah. Oh, God. It's I, so good, though. It's the most. Oh, it's so not good. Not only is it the most Tommy thing in the world, it's the most Jason David Frank thing in the world, and I love it. <laughs> so it's a long email. We're not going to read it, uh, but basically uh, it's Sky saying we were right, which is my favorite thing to hear <laughs> in the world. Uh, so thank you, Sky. I feel like sometimes we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to watch. We're going to watch O-Ranger, but like some people are watching O-Ranger, so, <laughs> so we just cheat. Right. We got good listeners to help us out. We do. Um, also, Raymond said something to that effect. Uh, this is about last episode. Uh, Raymond said, uh, Burgermeister literally means master of the citizens and is often translated mayor, although the position was actually leader of the city council. And he says, is Josh gunning for my job or something? A little bit. Because <laughs> Raymond is our resident etymologist. Uh, I just like, I know what some words Kind of. Mean? I know. I have. I have a rough. So I handle. try to put them together if I can. Uh, yeah. Well, I knew Meister meant master. Yeah. I didn't know what Burger meant. I, I assumed it was the hammer. Well, I was like Pittsburgh. I think Burg is like a city. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. I know like a handful of suffixes and prefixes from other right languages, but other than that, I'm like, eh, oh, who knows? All right. So without any further ado, would you like to talk about the bulk fiction? Absolutely. We start off with Bulk and Skull chasing down an RC car so they can give it a ticket because it's going way too fast. It's just like evading them, making them look like doofuses. They end up both trying to jump on it and grab it. And they land face down. They're in a playground. They land like face down in the sand. And that's when, wouldn't you know it, Lieutenant Stone and what I thought was a child come up. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. 
Whoopsie. It's not a kid. Her name is Connie. She's just a short lady. Uh, she's the new junior patrol uh, recruit. He he sick burns Vulcan Skull, Lieutenant Stone does. He's like, I wanted to show her my two best detectives. And they're like, oh, thanks. And he said, but they're on vacation, so you'll have to do. <laughs> it was a nice bit of... I think he says officers. You're probably right. I think you're plugging a little bit of the end in here. Oops. <laughs> oops all berries. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a series with oops right in the title. Right in the title. So... Never mind. We cut to... Oh, also, before we cut away, this, this is probably very important. Bulky falls in love yes. with Connie. Connie is introduced to them and shakes Skull's hand and he, like, pulls it up and kisses it. Kisses her, her knuckles. Bulk gets all mad about that. <laughs> I don't know if he... I don't think he gets mad. It didn't seem it was, like he It was did. kind of like a, oh, how dare you. I thought it, I thought it was more of a... And I, I might have been taken out, so I didn't get the whole thing. But it felt more to me like he just didn't know how to process how pretty this girl was to him. Well, no, because when Skull kissed her hand, he was like, oh, no. Because like, okay. Bulk is like, that. that's my lady. I need to. <laughs> He's zoned in. He's like, <laughs> uh, So he shakes her hand for like a minute and a half. And she's like, all right, thank, thank you, Bulkmar. Thank, all right, okay. <laughs> all right, thank you. So uh, Lieutenant Stone brought Connie to work meet, work with them to meet Bulk and Skull, and that was it. And then he walks away with her, and uh, Bulk does a weird thing. What? He just shoves his hand on his face and sniffs oh, it. he does. Yeah, he goes. Uh, I can't. I can't justify that. No, I will, I will I, like. Say, I, I get it. I get hey, what they're like, trying to do. It's 1996, and maybe they were going for the joke. It does come off in the year 2016. It comes off. A little creepy. Yeah. Then we cut to the juice bar. What was Cat wearing? She had a pink t-shirt, turtleneck, black skirt. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah, you guys get it. They're setting up for a dance that is also a toy drive. It's called a toy-a-thon. It's similar to Toys for Tots, I imagine. You know, bring yeah. toys for kids. Except this also is a dance. Admittance to the dance is one toy. One you toy. have to donate a toy to get in, which I feel like my high school might have done this once or twice. But I can't I don't remember. think this is something we ever did. I think all of our dances were just like, pay $5 to right. come to the CCD Center yeah, and it, be awkward with a bunch of other teenagers. The what? The CCD Center. It was like a church hall. Oh, I thought you said ECCC Center. No. <laughs> and that was CCD is. So. Yeah. Then again, That's where we had all the dances. For, uh, I don't know why we didn't have them in the gymnasium of the school. Yeah, we just had ours in the gym, yeah. We had like a couple in there, but most of them were at the CCD we had, Center. We had them in the gym or in the cafeteria because our cafeteria, we had like this, it was called the exercise room. It was basically like a small indoor gym, uh, but the wall between the cafeteria and the exercise room would like scrunch up. Right. And so like it would just be if I'm, wide open. If I'm remembering correctly, not so much in high school, but my middle school cafeteria was in the basement. That's weird. And was a little, like, the ceiling wasn't very high. <laughs> so, <laughs> where did you go? Athol, Massachusetts. Oh, right, no, <laughs> the theme of the dance is come as your favorite decade. And Rocky is, first of all, Rocky is crushing it this episode. But he says, I haven't been old, I haven't been alive long enough to have a favorite decade. I've barely lived in one. Yeah, he's been in one and a half. <laughs> Great job, Rocky. <laughs> Bulk and Skull come in. They're chasing the RC car. It, it drives right up to Billy, and he picks it up. He's like, yeah. And they're like, hey, are you the owner of this car? He, the way he picks it up is like his dog just ran back right, over he, to him. He's right, like, oh, yeah, it was a good boy. Up. And he's like, I had to test this before I gave it away because, you know, to get into the dance, you have to give, you have to donate a toy. And they're like, dance. Bulk's like, a dance, you say? <laughs> then we cut up to the moon. 
Sprocket is a brat. Oh, the kids on Earth are getting toys. I want a new toy. He's he's Dudley Dursley. Like yeah, they should they should throw him to the Earth the hard way. Oh God, I wish. <laughs> or just like the opposite way, just chuck him into space. <laughs> chuck him away from Earth. Just let him go. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Whoops, he's gone. He's a robot. He doesn't need air. He'll be fine. Uh, then we cut back to I don't know if this is at the juice bar. No, no, okay, no. They're giving tickets. Bulk and Skull are are yeah. They're like do- on the street. They're on meter duty. And so they're just like ticketing, by which I mean Skull is writing down tickets, crumpling them up, and like hook shutting them onto <laughs> a car. And then Bulk is like writing them and then like just dropping them. He's just like, oh, you know, because he's love struck. Yeah. Connie is also there with them. Yeah. She started on the other side. Yeah. And he's like, I need help. And Skull's like, you need to talk to a love expert. And he's implying himself. Yeah. But Bulk goes, you're right, and then leaves. Well, before he leaves, the last ticket he wrote was on his hand, and then he puts his hand under the windshield wiper of a car. <laughs> and he's like, you're right, I need to go talk to a love expert. Oh, he's, look, we've all been there. We've all been moony over someone. So, before we move on, what love expert do you think Bulk chooses to go talk to? I know who, I know you know who it is. I know who I'm it is asking everybody. I'm, just, I'm letting it kind of just... Ferment for okay, a second. Okay, here's what we're going to do, guys. If you're in a position to, stop what you're doing and tweet the Morphin Grid right now who you think the love... No context, just at Morphin Grid and then who you think the love expert is, okay? Do it. Because now we're going to go right into it because it... Well, oh, sorry. Forgot. You get a, you get a second because we go to the power chamber. Right. Zio. Zio. His name is Billy, not Zio. <laughs> Zio. <laughs> 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 His name is not just Z. No, it's not. <laughs> Power Rangers Billy. Go, Billy! <laughs> okay, oh so <laughs> Billy is making a Zeo cannon. It's this giant thing. It looks like one of Red... Or, sorry, it, spoilers. Is it going to happen in this episode? It looks like one of Red Puncher's arms, uh, sort of. A little bit. Uh, but it's this big cannon. Apparently, it will freeze them. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> But he needs to get his chromium magnet, which is a fake thing. There's no way that's real. But Billy has one in his He's lab. He's got it in his lab. He just keeps his super volatile, able to create freeze laser magnets, just like <laughs> in his lab. That's fine. All right, before we go, last chance to tweet at us. Okay, we cut to the basketball court. Yep. Wherever this is. It's like, you know, like It a, feels like it's at the school, but I'm basing that on nothing at all. Yeah. I mean, if I had to get, there's like benches. It's like, you know, it's, yeah. like, it's like an outdoor basketball court. Yeah. And uh, so Tanya and Adam are shooting hoops. Bolt comes in. as we find out who the love expert is. And I thought he was going to talk to Bullet Adam, warrior of love, but I, no. I thought he was too. Nope. He's like, Adam, I need to talk to Tanya. <laughs> Alone. Alone. Also. Adam and Tanya hanging out shooting hoops after school. Yeah, I think I think Tandem Watch. I mean, it's been in a couple episodes where we kind of I think either glossed over it or didn't really talk about it. Well, to be fair, we one hundred percent forgot about it, and it came from Angel Grove because they are just like hanging out in the library studying after. Right. Yeah. But yeah, Super Tandem Watch. I think it's gonna be a thing, guys. I think Tandem Watch is gonna be a thing. He's like, what do I? What do girls like? In a guy, and she's like, "Well, they like it when they're themselves." And Bulk's like, "Well, that'll never work." <laughs> no, have you met me? I'm Bulk. Which, uh, which, I mean, that might be the realest thing Bulk's ever said. Yeah, no, that's a feeling <laughs> so, I can. It really resonates deep within yeah, me. Yeah. So uh, she's like, "He's like, well, what do you like in a guy?" 
And I love that Tanya, the easy joke is that Tanya thinks she's talking about her. He, She's the girl that he needs to impress. Right. But like, because that's the easy joke. And I feel like season one, that would have happened. Probably. You know? But this isn't season one. They've evolved. Like, Zio is like, an, it's like the Lucha Underground of Power Rangers. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like everything kind of makes sense. There's a couple missteps here and there, but they correct over time. Yeah, and, like they remember things and like they're able to like be present and cognizant of the <laughs> stories. It's great. So she's like, "Well, I like a, a more worldly guy, someone sophisticated. You know, like someone like Baseball Sean." You know? <laughs> <laughs> she dropped him like a bad habit. <laughs> so he's like sophisticated say no more then we cut to the police station and guys if you get embarrassed for other people don't watch this episode because i get embarrassed for people that i watch on tv and not not during this this scene was a little rough like a little bit but the next scene the next time this yeah, happens i i do sometimes but this episode was just it went a little too over the top with it where i couldn't feel embarrassed for him i just like felt like because, like, we knew stuff that they didn't and you yeah. know, by the second time. But, like, the first time he comes in, he's dressed, like, he's got, like, a bowler hat on and a monocle. And he's got, like, three scarves. And he's, like, very fancy. Yes, because worldly and sophisticated is... British. British. <laughs> <laughs> he's got two cups of tea and a steaming hot... Which he has, like, kettle. tucked inside his jacket under his arm. <laughs> yep. He, he talks to Connie, and he can't... I don't know what he says. I don't remember. He's like, oh, what a wonderful day. Let's have a spot of tea. I was just having a stroll, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You yeah. Guys, you guys get it. Before he can ask her to the dance or you know, say anything in general, Lieutenant Stone and the police captain come up. And the police captain is the worst actor on Power Rangers. Oh, that's a tall order, but I think you're right. He is so <laughs> bad. He was given one direction and like just couldn't really nail it, you know? So... So Bulk scrams when the captain comes up, and the captain says to Lieutenant Stone, he's like, is that one of your men, Lieutenant? And he's like, uh, yes, sir, unfortunately it is. <laughs> and he's like, well, see to it, there'll be no fraternizing, et cetera, et cetera. This is my daughter. <laughs> Stay away from my daughter. Stay away from my precious little flower. My baby. So uh, it turns out Connie is the captain's daughter. I think Lieutenant Stone might have mentioned that when he first introduced them, but I don't remember for sure if he did. Well, if he did, I did not remember. <laughs> so, oh well. If he did, we knew that. Yep, for if sure. If he didn't, now we know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, choose your own adventure on that one. <laughs> so then we cut to Sprocket and a monster. This monster's name, as far as I can tell, is My New Toy. Yeah, I don't think he gets properly named yeah, other so, than Sprocket's so monster, toy. Monster and my new toy blow up a phone. New toy's got like the fire flamethrower power. Flame Man from he's Mega Man. Flame Man. If Flame Man had a big old mouth on his chest. Yeah, if he was ugly and weird and had like a like a some sort of spinny like like a like a uh, like a what are they called donkey wheels that like you like hold you each hold a post and you like spin oh, around right. it and it like cranks windmills or whatever yeah. <laughs> i think it's called a donkey wheel and like that's his head sort of i don't know he's a weird looking monster uh, but they blow up a phone because i guess they're like that's what punkers do <laughs> yeah i don't know sprocket's like man you're a fun toy to walk here with <laughs> yeah there's like in the desert near a phone pole and so. my new toy is like well what i really like to do is this and he blows up a phone well, hey, with hey, a fire hey. cannon <laughs> 
<laughs> he's very Jerry Lewis too. He's got a lot of goofy mannerisms that are like he is, you said what we were watching. He's like you doing a bad voice. He's like me doing a really bad voice, <laughs> and and like also when he's reading his lines, like it looks like his lines haven't popped up all the way yet. Like when I do lines on uh, <laughs> on the Hey Jake and Josh YouTube channel, youtubecom Hey Jake and Josh. So we cut from there to Billy, who is driving his uh, his car around. He stopped on the way back from getting the magnet to like take his toy out for one last spin and sprocket is there too even though it looks like they were just like in the middle of the desert but i guess they're here is he this is like one of those weird power line farms near a dam or something like (laughs) i thought i thought it was like train tracks but it might have been like near a a power plant of some sort Whichever it is, Billy's like, all right, Alpha, I got the magnet. Yeah, he's he's walking back to the command center <laughs> from his know. lab with his, his he toy electric car. He wanted to take his car. toy out for a spin. He already did that. That's how we started the episode. But he wanted to do it again. He, he wants to play with it as much as he can yeah. before he has to give it away. He's giving it away, so he's got to like wear the battery out. Billy's attacked by cogs, and Kasparov comes up. He's like, oh, hey, Billy. Blah, 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 brat. This is my new toy. Blah, blah, blah. And then cogs attack, and like there's like twelve cogs. There's a like, lot. So like they all like appear, they float in, and like materialize. One of them comes from behind, out of like a portal, and like it's not all the way out of the portal, and it grabs Billy, and he arm drags it out of the portal, and then like they all gang up on him. He manages to get away, and then he like takes, he's like yeah, and takes out his magnet, hooks it to the back of the RC car, and then drives it through them. And they all get caught in the magnetic field of the chromium magnet, which I guess is crazy powerful. I Yeah. Because then he just, like, drives them around in circles until they, like, get whipped away or something. Yeah, some of them fall over and just, like, short out. Yeah. Uh, it affects Sprocket and my new toy. Yeah, they dip, right? Yeah. They, yeah. they run away, but when it drives by, you can see the magnet because it gives, like, this weird pulling yeah. effect on them. And you can see it do that to them before they leave. Yeah. It's real weird. It is. Let me cut to you. And then Billy picks up his communicator, which fell off his wrist, and a cog came over and kicked it. And like, yeah, kicked it away. It got <laughs> uh, like he picks it up. The face is popped off of it to make it look like, oh, it's broken. But he just pops the face back on and calls Alpha. <laughs> yeah. But then Alpha's like initiating teleport sequence. Like he didn't. Like he. I guess like they broke the teleport feature. I guess I don't know. I mean, I guess it's implied because he has to have someone help him teleport. I don't know. So then we cut to Rocky, Cat, and Tommy, and they're flyering. They're just, like, putting flyers on windshields of cars for the dance, which is weird, right? Yeah, because these cars— Because none of those cars presumably belong to the high school students. Right, and so, like, it would be weird if, like, a bunch of adults just showed up to this kid's dance at this youth center. <laughs> Brought this toy. You want to let me into your kid dance yeah. now? I want to dance with some kids. <laughs> uh, no, sir. We'll Lieutenant, take that. Lieutenant Stone probably going to this dance. He's a chaperone. Okay. I'm just saying, he was there picking up chicks before. So. All right, let's try, like, let's, let's, let's forget about the worst thing that ever happened to Lieutenant Stone. That was a character assassination that happened in that episode. All right, we'll sweep that under the rug. Okay. I, I will never bring it up again. Let's just pretend it didn't happen, because I like Lieutenant Stone, especially in this at the end of this episode, and I just don't want to remember him hitting on presumably teenage girls. Okay, so then we cut... Okay, so they walk away, and Kat says something about, like, sensitive guys, and Rocky's like, you'll never catch me being mushy, and Bulk's like, that's it. Poetry. (laughs) Skull, Skull. come on. Yeah, I need your help on this one. So they, oh god, this is when I got, like, very embarrassed, because I knew that there was no fraternizing, according to the captain. I knew that he was very protective of his daughter, so that whatever whatever crazy scheme Bulk cooked up 
would not end well. No. So I was just like very nervous for him. So Bulk and Skull come into the police station dressed like beatniks. They got like fake goatees on and those like circle sunglasses and like berets called Lieutenant Stone Daddy-O. They might just call I don't him think Daddy. they see Lieutenant Stone yet because yeah, he, co- he comes in at the end with the captain. Oh, no, no. He's there. Because Bulk walks by him and goes like, hey, Daddy, or something like that. And then like, I think that was just another cop. I don't think that was Lieutenant Stone. I'm pretty sure it was Lieutenant Stone. I don't know. I just remember him coming in with the captain and like seeing them as everything was has no, already thought, gone down the, the toilet. I think the captain came in later. Came in afterwards. But I, yeah, maybe you're right because then why wouldn't he stop him? Right. Why wouldn't he be like, hey, maybe don't do that. Unless he just got out of hand too quick. And he was right, like, he was just like oh Oh, no. <laughs> so they... Oh boy, they go in, they do some bad poetry. It's just words. Like it's there's sentences, but only kind of. Yeah, and it's um <laughs> it's like it's like free really, really free form, free association, just like putting words together until you have a poem. Uh he does say at one point, I'm a mosquito on the windshield of your love, which is, I I like that line. Uh uh but the rest <laughs> <laughs> the rest Very. of it was just kind of... At one point, he says something about the wind. It might have been when he says um, that line. He and, says something uh, to- uh, flying into a coffee-colored sky or something. I don't remember, but but Skull flips on a fan, and it just blows all these papers around. And I guess this fan is connected to every fan in the building. Or it's just like a hyper-powerful it's, it's, fan. It's a desk hurric- fan? It's a hurricane desk fan. <laughs> Because it blows so, all the papers on the desk around. Starts whipping them all around. And now Bull has uh, Bull. You know, your boy Bull. Bull Dempsey. Uh, Bulk has to yell over it. And he's like, I would ask you to the dance if I wasn't such a... And he reaches into like this case they brought in. They brought in like a, like a radio flyer wagon with like a, a case in it. Yeah. He pulls out a real chicken, like a real life chicken. And, and he's just, like, a chicken. And then all like the feathers go. So there's feathers. There's and paper. two. Because now all of a sudden Skull also has a chicken. <laughs> and there are so many feathers and papers and just like everything flying around the office. Connie's like, Bulkmeyer, what are you doing? <laughs> just, Bulk, no. And then Captain Grumpy pants comes in <laughs> captain Tennille and lieutenant stone and he already said like you know you know oh, you're you're on the hook stone for whatever they do so he fires lieutenant stone right then yep. and there takes his badge not his gun because this is a kid's show a i don't think show. he had one cops don't have guns here <laughs> so yeah he and then bogus are like well lieutenant stone goes we go too and they they walk out they got when they say it they look at each other and they're like and they kind of shrug and yeah, gulp. Like, I, I don't know if this is helping or not. <laughs> right. But I, that's why I think Lieutenant Stone was already there. And he just like, it all happened so fast. And he was like, oh, I'm dead. I'm gone from here now. That might be. I'm not entirely sure. We cut back to your boy Tiki Cat and Tommy. And they're still flying in like the suburban area. And Sprocket and my new toy just pop in. Yeah. Can we keep in mind? It didn't hit me until right now. They're in the middle of a regular street. In the middle of the day. Oh yeah, this is not the first time they've morphed during the middle. No, because guys, spoilers, they morph. You know uh, where this is going. Yeah, but <laughs> my new toy attacks. They, he just like shoots fire at him. I missed it, but like, I yeah, guess- they're unmorphed and they're like, "Who's this?" And Sprock is like, "It's my new toy." And he just shoots them with fire, yeah, and they like jump out of the way. That's the only time we get like a name in any way for this monster is when this time when he says "my new toy." Other than that, he does not refer to him. No. Uh, at all. They morph. They're getting whooped, so they call Tanya and Adam. Tanya and Adam morph on the basketball court. They teleport in. All five of them are fighting 
it's it's just embarrassing. Like, it is a little bit. The, all five Power Rangers being beaten up by one of these, like this one monster, and one of the Power Rangers is Adam Park. Yeah, like, like Adam and Tanya land, like they come in and they don't do anything, and they're I think they're next to Cat. Like they just come in next to Cat. Yeah, and he blasts them immediately because he knows like oh one of them is Adam Park. <laughs> oh crap! And so he shoots them, and then Tommy and Tiki are behind my new toy, and they're like oh no guys are you okay? And they. They try to rush past the monster to help their friends instead of fight the monster. But he like reverse clotheslines. Yeah, them. he grabs them and just flips them over. Yeah, so they all land, and then we cut back to the power chamber for one second, and Alpha's like, "Oh, it's bad. We better send the Zeo cannon." And Billy's like, "Well, good thing it's ready." Yeah. Wow. And then he. he I guess they it were down. able to test this one because nobody was worried about nobody, that. <laughs> that's true. No one said it's not tested. So it lands. It's this huge thing. They have to power it up by. It takes have, them twenty minutes to have, plug all their power cells. They into have like it. power canisters, and they're like ZO five power canister. Power <laughs> up, and they do that for every single one of them. It takes a million years, and then they fire it. And remember how it's a freeze ray? How it was said that it was a freeze ray? <laughs> it just blows them up. Just, it just blows them up. Like it hits him, and he's just like. <laughs> It's regular. And the same dies. way they always defeat yeah. a regular sized monster. Um, but luckily, Clank and uh, Orbis were right there. So they, Hiding behind a tree up a hill. Yeah, so like, like <laughs> embiggen.exe him, he grows. They call their Zords. Well, when he when he gets destroyed, Sprocket gets all whiny. And he's like, oh, they broke my toy. And then he yells to Clank, who we did, we have not seen that he was there until right now. We haven't right now. seen him at all this episode. Yeah. And he just comes out. He's like, okay, I'll make him big. And then he... Yeah, he's like, fix him. <laughs> so, he, yeah, they they make him grow. And then uh, they call the Zords. When, when they're fully grown, he's like, oh, it's time for serious business now. It's serious time. Like, his voice changes. <laughs> as he, but then he still is goofy because he shoots them with, like, a cotton candy and gun. He's, yeah, and he's doing, like, a weird... Jig, like yeah. kind of dance move. It's very tone deaf. I, I think I feel like. Uh, so he starts like running around them in super fast motion and biting the yeah. cotton candy parts of them. He shoots them with a cotton candy gun and then he's trying to eat them. Uh, so, well, they just can't move. I guess. Yeah, they're like, oh no, we're we're getting beat up. We're covered in sticky cotton candy. <laughs> we're toxic candy. We need a uh, mega zeo power or whatever. Uh, yeah, zeo mega. Tommy Double calls power. for like the Zeo Mega Zeo Megazord. Basically, he's like whatever they call shoot that. Red Puncher at him. Uh, so they shoot Red Puncher out, and then Tommy teleports into the cockpit of Red Puncher and fires star lasers at my new toy. Yep. And then he lands and says, "Okay, now we need to activate the Mega Zeo Megazord." Because at some point the cotton candy dissolved. I don't know when that was. Oh, they- Red Puncher just like looked at Megazord and went, "Hey, you're fine." And then the cotton candy disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then they do the, some booty tooches. They, they they turn into one Zord, which is still <laughs> it's just a piggyback it's just, ride. It's just Red Puncher <laughs> having a piggyback, <laughs> but not really because his feet are on the ground. He's just a taller. He's just like, hey boo, I got you. You know, like oh, uh, it's that weird couple in the club. It just like holds each just, other like, the whole time. <laughs> If I don't touch you all the time, something might I happen. I say that I've only been in a club one time, and it was awful, <laughs> so I never went back. I don't know if that's actually a thing or not. I'm sure everywhere you go, there's a. But there's I just one always couple. imagine there's one couple who's always just like one is just wrapped in the other one, and they're just like grinding, <laughs> and it's grinding gross. the night away. Ugh. Then they they shoot him to death, and he blows up. My new toy blows up. 
Yeah. He does like in pieces, like his arms and legs and body. I, I think I figured it out because this is not a mega. This is not two Zords joining to become one Zord. This is one Zord. This is the Red Puncher plugging into the Megazord and using his power so he can shoot more in a shorter span of time. And that's what's killing the monster is that he shoots him 500 times in two seconds. Maybe I see. I always read it as like, oh, now I'm stable so I can hit you in the good spots. Maybe. Maybe it's a little bit of both. But also, like, it's just... <laughs> it's the only way it makes sense, because it's the, it's the same sense. arms doing the same thing. <laughs> They're just backwards. <laughs> so, we cut to the juice bar for the Toyathon dance. What was Cat wearing? Part two. Before we do that, Rocky did ask her while they were flyering at some point. I don't know if we mentioned this. We did not. Uh, what decade she was going to be. And she was like, oh, you'll just have to wait and see. Well, he asked her, what are you going to wear? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, probably what she's wearing right now. But no, she's wearing. But she, she wears the closest thing to what she always wears <laughs> that she could. Well, ye- yes and no. It's a 1950s equivalent of what yeah. she always wears. She's got like a big poodle skirt on and like a white like t-shirt blouse thing. And her hair's done like 1950s style. Like she looks like she just walked off the set of Grease. Yeah. Like it looks real good. Uh, it does. It's a good look. Rocky, let's talk about the others. Billy's favorite decade is the future. <laughs> you nerd. You f***ing hey, nerd. Hey, Billy, what 10 years of the future is the fashion you're wearing? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry I swore, but God, Billy is such a nerd. I did not even notice that you swore because I am just as angry about this. <laughs> He's trying, like, this is, I would, I hate this kid. Like, people have done this, like, right, like. There's this one kid in my high school who, on Halloween, I swear to God, just like had that like sp- like hair spray paint and yeah. just spray painted his hair like copper and was like, "I'm from the 22nd century." And I was like, "No, you're a nerd, is what you are." <laughs> and I <laughs> like I so yeah, he's he's got like Albert Einstein hair, but it's it, like silver. Yeah, it's silver, and his whole suit is like shiny silver. It's got like a weird cape, and there's just it's like, weird. Yeah, he's got like black yeah there's just weird and angles and lines on his clothes and he's got this like half crown that comes around his forehead but it's like black <laughs> and it just like meets kind of in the middle but doesn't touch he looked like a doofus <laughs> and also this time hasn't happened yet we don't dress like that now <laughs> uh so that's what? billy's favorite decade so we jump no no over to Adam okay, and, right, okay. and Rocky. I thought, I thought we were moving somewhere. I was like, no, we got to talk about the rest of these people. Uh, Adam is from the, the 70s. The 60s. 60s. Adam's the 60s. He's dressed like a hippie. Okay, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Rocky he's he's, from- <laughs> he's got like an afro. He's got sideburns that come down and then forward into yeah, his mouth. Yeah, he's got like a fringe... Like floral vest. Vest and uh, like a green G- shirt. He's got sandals. sandals they make sure on. to point out the sandals. Yeah. Rocky is straight up Saturday Night Fever John Travolta. It's the best. It is. It's, it's so great. It's great. He even has an afro, I think. Uh, no, he has super feathered hair. Is that his okay. hair is hella feathered, <laughs> and it look it like looks so ridiculous, but it's spot on. And Tanya walks in. I think I'm gonna say 1930s. Uh, tw- I'm gonna say 20s. Just like a maybe flapper. 20. Yeah, yeah, she's like, "Where's Tommy? Like, Where's Tommy? <laughs> See, yeah, it's like Tanya." 
You just have to dress like it. You don't have to, like, <laughs> like if Tanya, I like that she got into it. <laughs> if Tanya wasn't a Power Ranger, she would be such a theater nerd. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like for sure. Unfortunately, she does not have the time um, to join theater. No, I mean she probably does at some point. She was on the baseball team for a minute. <laughs> That's true. But, <laughs> but so back to Rocky because it's my favorite and like it's very important. So he's like, "Can you believe our parents used to wear this?" So it's like this is just like his dad's, right? <laughs> From the 70s. And presumably also Adam is wearing his dad's old clothes because yeah. they're having that conversation. Yeah, that's it's so crazy. Then, then, then this, <laughs> this mother gunner, <laughs> Tommy, walks in dressed like Saturday Night Fever John Travolta. <laughs> exactly like Rocky, except... Uh, his undershirt is red, and I don't think he did anything no, special with his, his hair. It's the same, but I like, I love that he came in and was like, "No, me." That's <laughs> he does so exactly Tommy. that. He comes in, he does this, admittedly pretty killer it's, disco move. It's very good. <laughs> he does, the, he does like the classic disco move, the like the <laughs> you know pointing, just yeah, just pointing. But out he there. does it like with martial arts behind it, so he moves like, his body in a very unique it's way. It's very precise, very yeah. unique. He does like a spin jump thing and lands in the in the point, <laughs> but then he walks by Rocky. He walks by Rocky, who's just like, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Tommy, I was this though." And Tommy just looks at him and goes, "Ah!" It's <laughs> like half shrugs at him. He's like, like, "He's like pops his collar a little bit, as if to say." I wore it better. And then he just walks right by him. On a a meta textual level, this is amazing because Rocky was the the leader. He was the Red Ranger, which is supposed to be the leader. But Tommy was there. Then Tommy becomes the Red Ranger, so Rocky gets demoted. So Rocky shows up in this great outfit, and then Tommy goes, nope, sorry, Junior. (laughs) No me. Oh, it's so wonderful. Oh, it is very, Vulcan very good. Vulcan Skull are dressed as cops from the 1800s. They're dressed as constables. Yes. Uh, and they're just, uh, they're like lamenting getting uh, Lieutenant Stone fired. Yeah, they're pretty bummed about it. They're not um, so upset about losing their jobs because they, that's a consequence of them costing Lieutenant Stone his right. job. Um, and also, like, in the beginning when they decided to join the police force, like, they were like, we're going to give it our all. And they did, I think. I think they did that. I think um, so. And then they, you know, they got fired, but it was like on their own merits. You know, it wasn't for anything stupid. Well, they they quit. Those two quit. Right, right. That's that's what I meant. Like they they yeah. quit, but it wasn't like because it wasn't because they were doing they, bad. Yeah, they it was they didn't quit. It was on principle like and yeah. like solidarity with uh, Lieutenant Stone. So Lieutenant Stone is chaperoning, and he walks through, and he's dressed like Sherlock Holmes, and he's like, yeah, because like, oh. they say before he shows up, they're like, he probably hates us, and he's like. No, actually. On the contrary, I get to finally realize my lifelong dream of becoming a private detective, uh, which there's an episode later that's like a a murder mystery uh, dinner theater type episode. I think it's in Zio, and it's also wonderful. I think think it has to be in Zio. It's that or Turbo, but I don't think there's any monkeys Uh, in it. So he's basically like, you know, and uh, I'm going to need a couple of good detectives to work for me. And they're like... (gasps) Like, you know any? <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> this episode is just dropping good oh, stuff. I so love good. it. So there, he's like, I'm kidding. You guys are hired because you stuck with me, even though you did get me fired. Uh, but like, you know, he's he's back right. to back. Yeah, by quitting after I got fired, like that really showed a lot to him. Yeah, you could tell like, that. Was, he, yeah, and he had a sauce out for them the whole time anyway. Oh, for sure. So then Connie comes up, or as my notes say, canoe. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah, notes. I can't remember what. 
happens, but Volk's I like, don't even know what she's dressed as. Is it also kind of the 60s? It's Renaissance. Is it she's Renaissance? dressed like a okay. princess from Bill and Ted's <laughs> Excellent Adventure. Okay. Oh, we forgot. At one point in the very beginning, Skull is straight up Garth from Range World for a second. Yeah. I forget exactly what it is, but he's just like... It's... Uh, after she leaves Lieutenant Stone, when they first introduce her, or when he first introduces her to them, he's like, what a weird chick. And Volk is like, what did what you, you say? just like, say? Said, what a lovely young lady. <laughs> it's a very pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see that movie. Oh, well. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to see any movie with those two as the, as the leads. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. All right. So uh, Connie talks to Volk about, like, how her dad's a jerk and she like was only trying to impress him. So she also quit the junior police force and he's, and she's like, you know, do you want to dance? And he tries to be like sophisticated and, and like, st- or yeah, he tries to be fi- like a fancy constable. And she's like, Bulkmeyer. And he's like, that would be very nice. I would like to dance with you. And then this is the only pulp fiction thing that well, happens. So- when they're talking, there's like a nice slow song. So you think they're going to go have a good slow dance yeah. and it's going to be like real romantic and cute. As they are about to walk away, it just jumps over to, like, surf rock. Yeah, it's it's off-brand Miserloo, which is yeah. the theme song to Pulp Fiction. Uh, <laughs> it's it's that, like, like that, yeah, like that, yeah. like the surf rock that you think of. Um, that's the theme song to Pulp Fiction. This is the Power Rangers version of that. Uh, and so Connie and Bulk, like, lock hand. They do that. I don't know what it's called. Where you put like your. tangoing. Yeah, you tango. Yeah. They tango out onto the dance floor. But, like, she takes the lead immediately. Like, yeah. Which I think is real funny. Um, just how she's, like, because she's little. She's, she, I thought she was a kid. She's very small. Uh, also, and I might be wrong on this, but I think that she is both, A, the person who plays Alpha, the, the suit actor for Alpha. Okay. And, B... Paul Schreier's actual girlfriend for a long time. That could be. Um, so I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think I think that's who she is. But yeah, because she's like very small. And she's just like leading bulk through this like tango to this off-brand surf rock. Right. Uh, it's real good. That's where the episode ends. Yeah, so. they're all dancing. Like we get a quick shot, like a far shot of the Rangers dancing. And Adam's doing like that peace sign over your eyes. Yeah, and he's doing And then like, he kind of like stops and just like waves it off. Like, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just being a goofus. <laughs> All right. So I started. So I get to do. I get to start the best. Which I'm going to say is Bulk going to Tanya. For, okay. For, for romance advice. My best is Bulk getting the girl. That was pretty awesome. Because I love that. That's why I, th- I think I like the episode so much. Because I just connected with Bulk. On a level I haven't yet. Yeah. And to see it work out was just felt real good to me. Yeah, that is nice. Cause no, and there's not, there's, it wasn't like a joke about it. She's not like, no, you're a dumb goof. Like, it was just like, yeah. It was like, no, let's dance. And then, like, maybe go make out later. Right. <laughs> right. They're teenagers. All right. So the worst is, ugh, my new toy, I think, in general. He's not great. Oh, no, no. Sorry. The worst is the captain's acting. Yeah. The captain is the worst. <laughs> I was going to say them forgetting that Billy used to be a Power Ranger and knew how to fight. <laughs> well, he, see, he, but he did use his brain and, and beat them in a Billy way. Yeah, I mean, also, like, he did arm drag two of them. That's then, true. You know, but then, like, the, the dang numbers game caught up to yeah. him, so. Uh, but I will definitely say the captain, not just his acting, but as a character in general, in general yeah. is the worst from this episode. And then the MVP is Paul Schreier. I think he does a lot of, he does, like, 
a lot of good work in this episode. Um, I'm going to give it to Rocky this episode. Because oh, I, I think Rocky, he nailed it. Rocky also was doing great. That line right in the beginning, he's like, I haven't been alive long enough to have a favorite <laughs> And then decade. just getting one-upped by Tommy. Oh. And just, <laughs> in the most, he deserves it. I'm going to give him this award because he just he I'm, deserves I'm it. I'm also going to give it to your boy, Tiggy. Because um, like, also, like that's the most, not only is that the most Tommy thing, that's the most Jason David Frank thing. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like you remember in that like bonus footage that stunt we watched, documentary, yeah, where he's like, where he, where, where Tweet Trang is talking about how Trini kind of likes Billy, and Jason David Frank just pops up. He's like, I'm the Green Ranger. Who's the best? <laughs> Who's your favorite? Ranger? I'm the it's favorite me. Power Ranger. And we're like, no, there is some quality <laughs> Trilly watch. There is some yeah, near yeah, canon Trilly watch. I'm sorry, Jason David Frank. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> this is important stuff that we try, he's trying to tell and us then right also, now. Like the the stunt coordinator was like, yeah, uh, Jason would show up early and be like, no, you have to give Tommy the cool stunts because the kids love Tommy. They want to see Tommy do the cool stunts. <laughs> Which on the one hand, like I admire your initiative. On the other hand, like, dude, you're being a like that's right. a jerk move. It and is. So like, so like him showing up and just being like, I'm the Red Ranger. Don't you forget it. <laughs> Because if you if you think about the episode, first of all, this is a bulk and skull episode, a, for sure. and the Power Ranger stuff is a subplot. Yeah, uh, which I think is why I love this so much because those two are just the best. They're the best. They are. They were hired on their ability to like be to just cool. Yeah, yeah, to just goof. But Tommy doesn't do a lot in this episode. Like he fires the cannon. But even that is not a Tommy thing. Right. And he gets in puncher and they booty too. So uh, that's it. You know? <laughs> so it definitely feels like Jason David Frank was like, no, I need to. I need a thing. I need a spotlight at some point in this episode. Because, yeah, you managed to turn it. Uh, but it, it's super goofy and I'm into it. So it doesn't get a worse from me. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed this episode. Any other final thoughts? No. Nope. I said it at the beginning. I think this is my second favorite episode of the season so far. I'm going to go. I'm probably going to give this number three. For me, I it's it's real good, and yeah. it was so funny, and like that, like all the funny moments are like genuinely funny, and not like why is this happening funny? Yeah, uh, so yeah, nothing felt just weird. Yeah, it all felt cohesive, and I really yeah. appreciate that. Real, real good stuff. So morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. So is heyjakeandjosh.com. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating review, that'd be awesome. We'd appreciate it. And uh, brightens our day every time. Yeah. And we're also on Patreon. If you want to head over there, kick us a couple bucks. We will give you some cool stuff in return. You get the exclusive Morphinomentaries, which we are not going to put up on the regular feed. Nope. Uh, and you get early access to just a bunch of stuff. Uh, a lot of cool Pokemon stuff. So if you're into Pokemon World Tour, which is our other podcast, uh, some cool stuff from there. Yeah, the anime episodes go up on there a month earlier than they hit the regular feed. Uh, the uh, the Pokemon World Tour United, which is us and uh, our friend Alan playing Pokemon World Tour U- or, no, or right. Pokemon Tabletop, tabletop United, United, which is a, which is a tabletop RPG. Uh, we recorded the first episode. It was very fun, real funny. It was. Uh, those are gonna. I don't know the release schedule, but they'll probably be up early and more often on the Patreon than in the regular feed. So a lot of cool stuff if you become a donor. And we love it. We will love you forever. Even if you can only kick in a dollar. If I log on and see that, I will just be so happy because that is a dollar closer to be able to quit my crummy job. (laughs) Yep. 
It was a bad week, but this it this, was rough. This lived in my spirit. This episode, this is a, this episode was a great way to decompress from this week. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys very much for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, oh, also we haven't said it in a while, but like if you can't donate, tell your friends. Just like just like hey, be like hey, if you like Power Rangers, check out this podcast. Definitely. Finding the first episodes is a little tricky, but doable. They just need to want it. <laughs> Just ask me on Twitter. I will send you a link. I think also if you subscribe to the feed, you should be able to just go. That also works. Yeah. Um, So it's not super hard, but the feed's weird right now. It's again. So we're working. Yeah. So if you want to start from the beginning, the easiest way to do that is to just subscribe. You're gonna love it. So just just do it. And if you if you don't for whatever reason, you can just unsubscribe. Yeah. I don't suggest it. I mean, don't. But (laughs) you might go to Moon Jail. I don't want to. Right. Anyway. You'll never get out if you do that. <laughs> That's permanent moon jail. Solitary confinement, <laughs> permanent moon jail. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna leave. Thank yeah, you. we are done now. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. This is a Monday episode of Friday. This is a Monday episode. This so is we'll a see Monday you on episode. Friday for Song Sung Yellow. Oh, I was gonna look it up because I forgot it, but that is correct. Uh, but until then, may, may the power protect you. you. Ready? All right. <clears throat> no, hang on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>